Now, an hour of clarity for exhausted people of our nation mired in toxic partisanship. Left versus right, us versus them. While we pay to keep our politicians fighting, how do we the people rise up and solve the great challenges of our time? We do it by embracing freedom and liberty. There may be no such thing as a free lunch, but this hour is as close as it gets. Welcome to A Free Solution. Once again, it is Tim O'Connor, the Freedom Variant, coming at you on WYSL and WACK. And this is A Free Solution. And today, guys, well, first of all, today is February 2nd, 2022. We have, I guess I'm not even going to be able to get close to covering all the stuff that you probably are just dying to hear my opinion on. But we are going to cover some big things. First off, as a longtime Buffalo Bills fan, going back to when I picked my team as a young college student going to SUNY Binghamton with thousands of kids from downstate, thousands of New York Giants fans, thousands of New York Jets fans, I have been a dedicated Bills fan. And, and sure, they got the... Yes, boy, I love losing Super Bowls. We cannot deny uh, that they they <laughs> that they've had their moments, man, and, and they're up and coming, and they look pretty good, and they they face a really tough loss to the to the Chiefs. Um, prevent defense, prevents wins. That's my position. That's all I want to say about the Bills ending their season this year. But what I do want to talk about is Tom Brady, and as you guys know. I like to play games with statistics and how the government and people in general interpret facts. So to break it right down, we're going to start with, I posted a meme on my Facebook page, guys. And if you want to be friends with me on Facebook, I'm more than welcome. I got room for a few more friends. If you want to follow me on Twitter, do that. Um, just a reminder that this show is available all over the internet at the Tim O'Connor, the Freedom Variant page at the uh, a free solution page on Twitter. We're moving to Rumble. We're putting ourselves our stuff there. We're doing some stuff on TikTok. So there's lots of ways to find a free solution. Larry Sharp, Kevin Wilson, and even Craig Craig Miles. Man, he's he's been he, he was on today or yesterday, and he did a great job. Um, and I, I I like his take on things. He's a, he's a good guy. But first of all, let's talk about Tom Brady and. Uh, Let's let's state some facts about Tom Brady, okay? And maybe let's compare him to somebody who who has you know a much better career. But anyways, this 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 meme, of course, as you guys know, I like to share memes. But anyways, Jared Goff versus Tom Brady, okay? Tom Brady was the 199th pick in his draft. He has lost three Super Bowls. He has a whopping ten career playoff losses. His name, Tom Brady. That's basic. I mean, that's white bread, guys. That's boring. He was in Ted 2 for like 30 seconds, so he had a little shot of fame. Uh, He was never named the NFC Player of the Month. He lost to the Lions 26 to 10, and this is from three years ago, guys, so 2019. Um, Was, in fact, guys, he was teammates with a murderer. He's like... I don't know what he is. He's 50 years old or something. Uh, New England, 
that's not even a city guys like he's not even playing for a a great city like buffalo let's be honest he does wear makeup sometimes um and uggs and this was this meme came out around the time of the ball ball gate deflating the balls kind of controversy so anyways uh somebody points out jared goff was the first pick in his draft he's never lost a super bowl only one career playoff loss Coolest name ever. Jared Goff is a cool name. We'll give him that. Starred in Remember the Titans. Once named NFC Player of the Month. Beat the Lions 30-16 to 16 this season. Kills it on the field. He was 24 years old at this time. Plays in Los Angeles. Wears Gucci. And owns a massive pair of balls, guys. So, anyways, I, the point being that um, I, I, I kind of made the case, and I think, this is how facts get used in the mainstream media. All right. Like, let's be honest. And as a Bills fan, guys, I, I, I'm not going to lie. I kind of have always hated Tom Brady just a little bit when, when they, he comes and marches through Buffalo or, or Buffalo puts their best game on the field all year and Brady manages to beat them. And we've all seen that happen. You know, it's happened when we're talking about Tom Brady the real issue is you have to have, well, you don't have to, I have, despite my somewhat intense rivalryistic dislike for him, he's probably, he's one of the greatest football players of all time. And, and why we're talking about Tom Brady is, as you probably know, he is hanging it up. He's calling it a career. He's moving on. Uh, probably get a sitcom or something like that. Who knows, you know? Um, but like the reality is some of the things, the re- the reality of Tom Brady's record and his contribution to football. And I don't even know if anybody's watching football anymore. I know I gave up cable a few years ago. And so I haven't seen too many football games and I don't miss it. Um, even though I still consider myself a Bills fan and I was still excited for them to make a deep run into the playoffs and my hopes were dashed once again and guys look there's a statistic out there about how the highest tax states in the country are failing to bring home championships i think that the case could be made that new york is on that list let's let's be real there's like a luxury tax there's an excise tax there's an excessive salary tax there's all sorts of taxes on these guys they have to there's then on top of that then there's these these salary caps that you could pay a guy 15 million dollars he takes home 10 million dollars in new york state that $5 million that goes to the government costs the, the, the salary cap quality backup players for a star player. But I've, I've tried to explain it at depth to people and I, people in New York just don't seem to get it. Like they, and that's probably excluding this audience, right? Like you guys probably understand that taxation is a burden, even on superstar athletes. When again, they, they have to face all sorts of, of, luxury taxes and excise taxes and they have to calculate what's going to bring home the most money for them and what's going to enhance their future the most but let's go over some of tom brady's actual accomplishments and let's be honest he is in fact one of the greatest football players of all time he was guys that and this is this has always been funny and there's memes about it and he was sad about it but he was drafted 199th in the year that he came out which i'm not seeing it in the article but uh anyway he finished his first year but when he got his chance guys when tom brady got his chance let's face it he put he put together 
stellar statistics his first year as a starter 2,427 passing yards with 14 touchdown passes and 10 interceptions he posted uh similar numbers this past season with 2,217 passing yards and 16 touchdowns with six interceptions guys he's a great player he's field smarts he moves even as an old guy he's still moving pretty good but like I said he's decided to retire um Let's see. Brady's numbers. Let's see. Low draft pick. Rookie season. Drew Bledsoe. Guys, remember Drew Bledsoe? He was a quarterback before Tom Brady. Um, they they maybe rewrote some 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 uh, <laughs> some rules in football that protect guys like Tom Brady, but but guys, Tom Brady is. I, I mean, one of the best football players, probably the best quarterback of all time. I think that that's something that we have to accept. So a list of his total accomplishments. Tom Brady ranks first all time in wins, 243 Pro Bowls, 15 Super Bowl MVP awards, five starts, 316 completions, 7,263 completions out of and guys, this is an amazing statistic. 7,262 completions out of 11,317 attempts. 84,520 passing yards. Some of that passing total passing yards based on longevity in the league, which is another thing like this guy. Been in the league forever. He's done a great job. He, one of the oldest quarterbacks ever. Um, he had 101 three-touchdown games 39 four touchdown games appearances in the postseason 19 in the postseason game started 35 wins 35 Super Bowl appearances 10 of those 10 Super Bowl appearances seven Super Bowl wins in the Super Bowl 1165 completions Oh, no, I'm sorry. That That's in his postseason. Sorry, I got a little ahead of myself there. Passing yards, 13,050. Passing touchdowns, 86. Game-winning drives, 14. Fourth quarter comebacks, 9. Like, is Tom Brady the greatest of all time? Sure, but I still kind of hate him as a close friend, guys. It's, once again, it's Tim O'Connor on A Free Solution. Your Thursday host coming at you i got some more stuff coming right up but i will be right back your business relies on computers and technology to operate slow unreliable networks and servers can cause unplanned downtime and affect your bottom line the experts at simple tech innovations are here to help their preventative maintenance program ensures that your computers and network are kept up to date and monitored for any issues keeping your business running smoothly they also help clients achieve hipaa pci and new york state cybersecurity compliance to keep your network safe and secure whatever your business it needs are simple tech innovation should be your first call they've won the best in rochester eight years in a row and have an a-plus better business bureau rating call them today for a free consultation at 585-200-3182 that's 585-200-3182 simple tech innovations 
a free solution. All right, welcome back to A Free Solution. It's once again Tim O'Connor, the Freedom Variant, coming at you on WISL out in Rochester, New York, a little later in the day on WACK and all over the internet where we're even available on Spotify. We're available on w- at the WISL1040.com um, uh, address with, with all of our back shows catalog there for you if you ever want to check out some of larry's work who larry is on tuesday larry the larry sharp the kevin wilson who does mondays and wednesdays me tim o'connor who does thursdays and kevin and i do fridays and we have this amazing guest host i don't know if you managed to catch him yesterday but our buddy craig miles is doing a great job helping us present the libertarian perspective and people want us to be conservatives and people want us to be liberals and people want us to fight for things that we're not sure that matter. So like when it comes down to it, let's talk about what Larry Sharp is about. Larry Sharp is about solutions. Larry Sharp is about a better, brighter future for New York. And that is a reality. And let's face it, guys, I have a poll that I want to talk about this Zogby poll First of all, it's incredibly interesting. I want to be honest with you. Polls are interesting. They are not the be-all, end-all when it comes to political discourse. They People pay for polls. I don't know who paid for John Zogby's poll. Perhaps John Zogby collects enough money from the news agencies that want him to do polling. He's a reputable pollster. That That's who sponsors his polls. But you never actually know. And lots and lots and lots of polls are sponsored by news organizations who want political advertising because that's big money for them. So that's an absolute reality that you polls are always slightly suspect. Okay. Now still, I want to be honest, like this, this Zogby poll is number one, hopeful number two, I'm going to say something that is going to make my Republican and and conservative friends uh, disappointed in me. Um, But guys, it's, it's, it's a reality. Okay. You need to hear what I'm saying. Okay. With all due respect to who Lee Zeldin is with all due respect to, to, the other guys that are running, let's see, we've got the, the Giuliani guy, the Rob Astorino guy who got, look, these are good guys, right? But I want to tell you that the Republican party, the party, not the people in the party, not the people who truly believe in smaller government, but the there are people in both parties that are just shopping for the next hero, just shopping for their favorite authoritarian to win the race. And, and they will backfill for that guy, no matter who he is, no matter what he does, no matter what she does, no matter how wrong they are about anything, those people are are not reachable but you guys guys that take time girls that take time to listen to talk radio that listen to guys that call themselves the freedom variant okay you guys are thoughtful it's different okay what you're doing what we're doing is different and it's better but unfortunately guys i don't know how to tell you this ladies and gentlemen there's not enough of us that are thoughtful so what you have are two parties that are are basically money making organizations for their party. Their goal is the party's survival. Their goal is the party to get into power. That's their goal. The party. That's it. Okay. So Republicans will sell, tell you that they are pro small government. They're in New York State. With all due respect, 
they're not. And I, a, a few weeks ago, I made, I posted the example of how when Kathy rolled out her mask mandate back in um, December, okay, all the Republican county supervisors, some of them took valid, effective stands, okay? There was a guy, a town supervisor out. Oh, I wish I could remember his name off the top of my head, but I'm getting old, guys. Um, but let me put it to you this way. They all said, look, these mandates, Kathy, are unenforceable. We don't have the money to enforce them. And and as the Freedom Variant said back then, because I'm, I don't know, I'm going off on calling myself the Freedom Variant, but bear with me, okay? As I said back then, that is not a strong enough position. That's not freedom enough for me. We don't have money to enforce your, your mandate, so we're not going to enforce your mandate. What's her next step? She says, here's $65 million. Go enforce my mandate. Now, did anybody enforce the mandate? I am unaware of anybody getting in trouble for not following the rules about masking in public. Okay. And not following the, the, the problem is, is that the kids are still masked and we all know that that's it. That is the science of compliance guys. Okay. Masking kids in school is the science of compliance. If you have an unhealthy kid and you think that my kids wearing a mask is going to keep your kids safe, you need to check the science. You need to check the reality and you need to think about where you're standing because you cannot blame other people for this anymore. These masks, these cloth masks, these paper masks, they do not, they don't. This is this is accepted science now. It came down from the CDC. It was on the Joe Rogan podcast. All of these things, like masks do not work. All right, but to, to, uh, to just circle back around to the Zagri pool. Uh, you guys, I get going off in tangents and, you know, anyways. So I'm going to refer to a, a, a kind of a summary. I also have have the actual document of the Zogby poll, but I'm going to refer to a summary that John Zogby himself wrote for Forbes magazine in his state of February 2nd, 2022. And it was released at 744 AM. And now I'm sure that you guys have heard about it all over, you know, the, the radio and the news and stuff like that. But, and okay, let's also present ourselves with another fact that I forgot to, to bring home about, the Republican Party and Lee Zeldin or Rob Astorino. I do not believe, number one, that the Republican Party is is legitimately advocating for freedom because they're not. Number two, that despite the wins in Virginia, that despite, and guys, I don't want you to be mad at me, but if you are, leave a comment. Like, go to my page, talk to me about this stuff. We can have this conversation. I'll have it with you. But I think you guys are thinkers. And I think you already know what I'm about to say. Okay. The percentage of Republicans who vote is decreasing in New York State by hundreds of thousands every year. Okay. And as a matter of fact, in 2021, we lost almost 400,000 people. Now, 80% of those people were probably let's say 80% were voters, let's say 75% of them were voting for smaller government and trying to fix New York State, but put their hands up in the air and walked away, left this state. Now, I, and I think that, that my 75, 25% breakdown may in fact be incredibly generous. It may be a way higher number than that, but this is I'm not John Zogby. I'm guessing, 
guesstimating. But I can assure you that most of them were in favor of small government, not in favor of more progressive government, not in favor of higher taxes, not in favor of more and more and more oppressive government programs, not in favor of more regulations from the D.C. that will find them and break their banks, not in favor of scaffold law, not in favor of all of the problems, the economic problems that we in New York State, the thoughtful people, the hardworking people, all are aware of, okay? They left the state. All right, that's that's a reality, guys. So just because Rob Astorino, who ran for governor before, put on a good showing and only lost by a few hundred thousand votes against Cuomo, okay? Lee Zeldin, Rob Astorino, they... And guys, I mean this, man, that that the Republican Party is not advocating for freedom because individual candidates may advocate for freedom. That doesn't mean that they're bad people, but we have to separate the people in the Republican Party from the Republican Party. And we have to separate. We have to. We have to. We have to take a look at this thing. I want to say rationally, guys, and I know some of you might accuse me of campaigning and maybe I am in a way. All right. Maybe I am actually just saying, look, this is this is the conclusion I reached. I want you to reach the same conclusion. I think it's a very valid conclusion. That if we don't drive the messaging towards liberty like Joe Rogan for CNN to start telling the truth, like Joe Rogan having scientists on his show forced the mainstream media to start telling the truth about mass. Okay. That to start talking in not all glowing terms about the vaccine, just like that. All right. We have to start advocating for Liberty in New York state. And so how do we do that? By traveling down the same road, by, by basically co-opting Kathy's messaging and thinking that we outfoxed her by saying we can't enforce a mask mandate because of money. Okay. That's not freedom enough for me. And look, I even saying, look, you deserve a medical exemption from getting or a religious exemption from getting the vaccine. That's not freedom enough for me. Okay, that's not that should not be the way that this case gets won. Um, And look, I know our reality. I know our political reality. And I know that, like, I'm kind of. Oh, I don't want to think I'm fringe. I think I'm just, I, I've thought it through and I see things a little bit differently than other people. And it took me a long time to get here. And it took me a lot of political discussions to get here, you know? So I feel like my opinion at least has some value. And I hope that you guys understand that I am not knocking the human beings that see the problems with the ever expanding state, because we all agree, right? That the, the push towards socialism is drawing people in that are going to vote for socialistic policies, whether it's a system of briberies by offering to pay their school or a system of tax credits or a system of resettling refugees. Those things. And look, I, I would probably if we got into a conversation about refugees, we would have a real conversation about how we can do better as human beings to treat people that want to immigrate and emigrate to the United States, how we can bring them in appropriately, correctly. And and we could be done fighting over immigration. Oh my God, I lost track of time. We're heading into another break. Once again, it's Tim O'Connor, the Freedom Variant. We're going to be talking about the Zogby poll. We're going to be talking about Larry Sharp. We're going to talk about the reality of how we change the messaging in New York State. And if it's even possible, guys, because I'm a realist, I'm an optimist, but I'm also a pragmatist. So guys, please, 
join me after the break. Leave your comments online. Guys, call into the radio show. Talk to Kevin and I tomorrow, okay? So please, it's Tim O'Connor, The Freedom Variant, coming at you on WYSL, WACK. Thank you all for your time. As a veteran of the United States military, I can finally get the opportunity to enjoy special events, things that we couldn't afford, thanks to VetTix. Every empty seat at a concert, a game, or a play is a missed opportunity to say thanks to a veteran and service member. We can give our veterans a special event where they, too, can create their own cherished memories. Visit VetTix.org. Find out how you can make a difference in a veteran's life. A free solution. All right. It is Tim O'Connor, the Freedom Variant. Guys, check it out. We do live shows sometimes, Kevin and I. I've done live shows with my friends out in Utah. I was doing a Coffee and Freedom thing for a while on Saturday mornings. Um, but what, what I find the most interesting thing about this, and participate with me for a moment while I thank, once again, WYSL and WACK, my friend Larry Sharp, my friend Kevin Wilson, this up-and-comer guy, Craig Miles, got stick. How much guts it takes to not just walk down this pattern of messaging that says it's either or, that we're going to be smaller government, but only slightly smaller than what your Democrat is offering and just this overwhelming support for more government every single day and and in my area the government's involved in building some housing because they created an affordable housing houses uh, affordable housing crisis through their strict regulation of the markets they killed the side hustle there's houses they they never ever did the right thing when it came to supporting agriculture that farms are are you know, those are other shows. I've done them. I'll do more of them. But the reality is here all over central New York, houses are abandoned. Farms are abandoned and they're falling into the ground. And we never, ever, ever gave those guys the freedom to develop their property, to make money from two different sources of income. We, we never, ever gave them the freedom. We did things to prop them up. And, and guys, honestly, for a while in our area, they were telling farmers they couldn't subdivide their land because they needed the farms to stay intact and be transferred to other people. So they couldn't even, unless they were going to break off like five acres, they couldn't just build a bunch of houses on their land next to their farm, right? They, they had to sell off five acres and farmers didn't want to sell off five acres, but they were willing to build small houses and small little developments near their farm. But like, Every step that the government takes that that moves us away from freedom has consequences. But anyways, let's circle back around. Besides the bravery of WYSL, let's circle back around to the Zogby poll, which I'm going to have, you know, probably a little different take on it than you guys will, because there's actually some incredibly amazing news in this poll for uh, a third party, guys. And, and look, it, it, let me tell you like, what the f- first big question is, okay? And this is how every pollster, this is how every pollster does this, okay? And every, because they're supporting mainstream media and they're supporting the two parties with money, okay? If 
And this is John, John Zogby's first question. If the November 2020 general election for New York governor were held today and the candidates were Democrat Kathy Hochul and Republican Lee Zeldin, whom would you vote? And, and OK, so first of all, that's the first question of the poll. All right. And they're basically absolutely propping up the two party system because the two parties have money and the two parties are going to pay for advertising and both of these two have a war chest of millions of dollars i think kathy hochel's uh war chest she raised 21 million dollars at one dinner because she was already governor i mean i'm telling you right now like take money out of politics i don't know that's that's money is free speech that's a reality i i know that sounds weird to some people and i know that's offending offensive to some people but you you get to you present your opinion if you have money so basically as as always their their ultimate goal is to start with propping up the two main parties the democrat party and, and i guess lee lee zeldin would be the presumptive republican nominee okay um that's that's a possibility. I understand it. Um, I don't know that there is a presumptive Republican nominee at this point. Um, but Rob Astorino is out there. And guys, guess who's number two for the Republican Party? This is this this. I, honestly, I want this to be a mistake, OK, because I don't think this guy has done anything that I'm aware of. That's important. Number two. And it's within the margin of error between him and Republican Lee Zeldin. And this is according to John Zogby's own write-up. Andrew Giuliani is number two. Andrew Giuliani. Now, guys, if I'm wrong and this guy has done something that I'm unaware of, that he's had some important jobs, that he's built businesses, that he's done things that are important, please let me know. But, guys, if it, and it's just like with, with Andrew Cuomo, really. Um, it's like this the bushes guys like what are we what are we doing here man like we're we're electing the the children of people because they were famous and i so anyways if i'm wrong about andrew giuliani somebody reach out to me give me a rundown um but i'm telling you i don't think i am and maybe they're at this moment because because there is a reality that that most people do not examine our political and our politics they hear programs and they think programs means help for them or programs are going to you know fix a problem and most of the time programs create a problem or they exacerbate a problem or they grow a problem because the people involved in the bureaucracy that comes along with it want their jobs to stay in place so they grow their business and they grow their budget and that's how that goes man that's a reality um i'm not like I think probably most of you guys understand that. Uh, so where Giuliani gets his big boost is he's more popular in New York City um, than he is in upstate. He gets a pretty good than Lee Zeldin. He's he's uh, he's 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 more popular than Lee Zeldin in New York City. All right. So for whatever reason, that is I don't know how many Republicans there are in New York City. Um, zero, I think. I think that's like literally at some point the Democratic Party said, if you want a chance to be on the ballot, you need to run in the Democratic primary. That that's and that's a reality. Like whatever your positions are, you run as a Democrat in New York City um, because the Democrat Party 
is in full control in New York City, and they exert that influence on the rest of the state. Um, so that's a blast, and we've got that going for us. All right. But when we, the the so anyway, so to actually give you the results of that poll, right? Um, if it were to be Kathy Hochul versus Lee Zeldin, basically the the it breaks down to roughly fifty one percent to thirty two percent. Now, I know that my Republican friends are hoping that that Lee Zeldin's thirty two percent can get closer to fifty percent. I'm telling you, it can't happen. Um, there's going to be people that vote libertarian no matter what. There's going to be people that vote Green Party no matter what. There's going to be people that offer all sorts of different challenges. And and even Andrew Yang may throw his hat in here somehow um, with this forward party. Anyway, that will be interesting. One more, um, one more kind of deal. So so basically, Hochul is way ahead of Republican Lee Zeldin. Now, when we add our man Larry Sharp to the mix um with and again he would be the presumptive libertarian nominee because there ain't nobody else that's going to do all the work to get on the ballot that i know of and look i love larry you guys know that larry's larry i consider larry a personal friend of mine um and an excellent communicator he's the guy that preached okay he's the guy that said libertarian politics in new york state can be a real thing because because of the failures of the republican party because of the types of people that love the power that the state grants them that they they have found their way to the top of the ranks in the Republican Party, just like they have in the Democratic Party. And that is an absolute reality. And I waste a lot of time, guys, but I'm, I'm trying my best. So Larry Sharp polling at 6% in this, if it was a three-way race. And do you know, like, how, first of all, amazing that is um, that Larry even made a poll this early in, in election season? I think we're off we're off to a good start. We haven't even got started yet. Like this is, this could be the year, right? Where we, we play second, where we take 25% of the vote, 30% of the vote, get ourselves back on the ballot, be a legitimate third party, not get treated like an endorsement arm of the Republican party. And guys, as a conservative, like I got to the Libertarian party from the conservative party. That is in fact, what the conservative party with all due respect to the people involved in it, and with all due respect to the effort that they put out, they are there to prop up the Republican Party. It is so rare to have a conservative running against a Republican. I don't think it ever happens. And as a matter of fact, you guys probably heard my story with my friend Brian LaRusso. Um, he had the conservative endorsement. They withdrew it and gave it to the Republican. I, I mean, it was just a, it was a fiasco. We, I will talk more about that on another show. It was a fiasco. What happened? Um, so there are some interesting things, not only for Larry Sharp, that he's already polling at 6%, where people like, you know, let's be realistic, guys. We, we're trying to shape messaging. I would love it if Larry, we would all love it if Larry won the governorship because freedom is his thing. When when everybody else was afraid to have the conversation about mandates and everybody else was afraid to have the conversation about masks, Larry Sharp traveled to 62 counties in New York State and we made fun of the rules. The second things opened up and we were doing stuff, we were, we, 
we were having fun. We were spreading a libertarian message, a message of freedom, a message of smaller government, a message of the government does not always have the best interest in mind of the individual and that the individual trumps the government. And I don't know, that's been lost, guys, for for decades now in New York State. I think it hasn't been lost all over the country. But let's let's face it. We have an interesting situation in New York, and we got to do the battle. All right, guys, I am coming up on another break. It is, once again, Tim O'Connor, the Freedom Variant. Guys, I don't even think I'm going to have time to get to talking about Whoopi Goldberg or anything. The View, uh, Jeff Zucker resigning from CNN. I don't even think I'm going to have to. I got to go back into this poll, but, uh, you know, I'll, I'll... Probably surprise you on the whole Kathy or on the whole Whoopi Goldberg thing. I'll maybe try to get a few minutes of that in um, the next segment, but we're going to do a little bit more with the poll. We're going to celebrate Larry Sharp. And guys, once again, Tim O'Connor, the Freedom Variant, coming at you at WYSL, WACK, and all over the internet. The Freedom Variant pages, the Twitter, the YouTube. We're everywhere. Why do businesses choose to move their website from Wix and Squarespace to Simple Tech Innovations? Maybe it's their excellent customer service or attention to detail. Maybe it's their ability to give a truly customized solution. Or perhaps they just like the fact that Simple Tech is a local small business that builds great relationships with its clients. Whatever the reason may be, you can rest assured knowing that the local team at Simple Tech has your best interest in mind when building or updating your website. There hands-on and love helping customers achieve their goals. But don't take my word for it. They've won the best in Rochester eight years in a row and have an A-plus Better Business Bureau rating. If your website doesn't match your dreams or isn't achieving your goals, give the professionals at Simple Tech Innovations a call today for a consultation at 585-200-3182. That's 585-200-3182. Simple Tech Innovations. A free solution. All right, before the break, guys, it's me, Tim O'Connor, once again. We're talking about a poll that John Zogby, and John Zogby may be one of the most reputable pollsters available out there. Um, he does want to point out with Libertarian candidate Larry Sharp in a three-way race, Hochul's overall lead actually increases to 50% over Zeldin's 29 and Sharp 6%. As a result, Hochul's lead grows to 10 points in upstate and is virtually tied in the New York City suburbs. But then, guys, that doesn't even... New York City suburbs is ignoring New York City, okay? Like, New York City, at that point, then, Hochul wins by 17%, period, all right? Unless we do something to change that dynamic, unless the Libertarian Party, the Republican Party, can do something to motivate a voter base that has never been here in New York State, period. All right. So where we get into what I want to call good news. And again, like, I, you know, something like, um, well, 25% of the people polled. Uh, let's call this the top issue thing. Okay. The top two issues for voting for voters are addressing crime and public safety. 
and lower taxes. Okay, so those two things are the top tier issues. And I think that addressing crime is probably pretty important. I think that they kind of botched, not kind of, they took judicial discretion out of judges' hands when it came to the bail reform situation. What what a ridiculous, what do you pay your local judge for if not for his discretion, okay? If not for saving the public from that moment that a, a, a young man or young woman is having a breakdown and committing crimes and the crimes aren't serious enough, according to the new bail reform laws, to keep that guy in jail. But what are you paying your local judges for then? Like they just say, you're you're gone. Keep them in jail for a couple of days. Get them out of trouble. Like I get it, man. Nobody, nobody, least of all me, wants people locked up indefinitely without it, with their due process being violated. Nobody wants that. Not the most conservative elected official that I've talked to wants that. And, and that's a reality. You guys heard Derek Gibson talk about it. And he's a conservative Republican that was running for governor. I believe that he still is. He's got a bus going on. He talked to me on this show. Nobody wants to keep people in jail. And, and we were all right in New York state and all over the country. We still are keeping people in jail for too long for crimes that don't merit how long they've already been in jail for. And that we've got, we had to fix that. Unfortunately, as you guys know, in New York State, when we fix things, when we fix things, we don't fix things, okay? When we don't fix things, we don't fix it. When we fix things, we don't actually ever fix things, okay? And guys, here's, here's another thing, right? And I've made a lot of hay about this, but when it came time to grant executive power to the governor's office, that was a nearly unanimous vote in New York State. All right. That was a nearly unanimous vote in New York state. That's a reality that you guys that we all have to deal with. All right. When it came to red flag laws, that was, in fact, a unanimous vote in New York state. Unless I'm wrong. Somebody can tell me if I'm wrong, but maybe I almost go back and I think maybe three people didn't vote for it. Um, And I think one of them was a Democrat. Um, so things that have created real problems in New York state, guys, ladies and gentlemen, have been very much bipartisan, all right, and very much an abrogation of our representation and what we should be expecting from our elected representatives. And I'm going to tell you that I like my assemblyman, all right, I like him, I really do. I think he's a good guy, I think he's a good representative, but he absolutely voted to grant executive power to the governor now was he misled according to him he was and i believe him. i believe he's an honorable man all right so was he misled about how we would be how the the assembly would be meeting periodically to rediscuss the executive um orders executive power granted to the the governor yeah was he misled about that sure yeah i i, I give him the benefit of the doubt on that Right. I, I'm sure that he was misled because then they didn't meet for months about it. They didn't renegotiate it. They didn't talk about it for a year, guys. Okay. So nine months, whatever it was before they started talking about it. All right. So the next 25% of voters, um, the top two issues addressing crime, public safety and public safety, lowering taxes. Every 37% of the people in New York state accept the fact that taxes are too high. Okay. 
All right, great. Great. But how are you going to vote? Who are you going to vote for? Who's going to lower taxes? Kathy Hochul is not going to lower taxes. She's going to rebate some taxes with bonus money that she scams from the federal government, but she's not lowering your taxes. And she is, look, the absolute reality is she's already said she's increasing programs and funding for schools and state aid for schools. That means, guys, as those things grow, then they have a new baseline budget to grow off of. That means taxes are going to go up. All right. That's what it means, okay? Like, the federal money is not going to be there forever. We already know they, the government knows that they've overspent, and they're going to try to fix it. Um, but what I was looking for in this article is somewhere, some ridiculously high number. And, uh, yeah, okay, 46%, a plurality, I don't know what that means in polling language, but that means a real lot, okay, believes the politics in New York State are off on the wrong track, while only 37% say it's on the right track, all right? More than one quarter of the voters believe the current two-party system is broken, so to quote um, John Zogby uh, in his article that he wrote, where he quotes himself in the third person, which is, guys, as you know, I think that's a little bit odd, but I'll call myself the freedom variant, and that's different. All right? But anyways, voter John by John Zogby reveals an electorate that is jaded with the current system of New York State politics and is ready for change. And so some of the change that they want, all right? Open primaries. I, I heard John on the radio, on the radio that I listened to um, in the morning when I'm driving into work. And he, he said, you know, it, it looks like somewhere close to 75% of, based on how he breaks out the numbers, all right? So, and I'm quoting him, but it's not in his article, at least not where I see it. Somewhere around 75% of New York State um, people that, that participated in this poll 75 percent, so 750 of the thousand that participated in this poll and he believes it's representative of new yorkers um is they want term limits they want ballot initiatives they want campaign finance reforms and guys they got campaign finance reforms they voted themselves a hundred million dollars to the two big parties for putting their candidates anyways the public funding of elections all right 100 million dollars now that doesn't preclude these guys from taking money from their insurance companies or taking money from big pharma it doesn't take from george soros it doesn't prevent them from taking money from those people but now they have a bonus 100 million dollars from new york state and they kick the libertarians off the ballot anybody that think that that's okay and and, and look, man, I, I ran for office and I will say that my petitions were challenged by Republicans way more than they were challenged. But what Republicans challenged my my um, because they thought I could hurt the re- local Republican guy. So they challenged my petitions and they were they successfully challenged my petitions. But whatever. You've heard me talk about that, too. But anyway, so this poll. It has me a little bit hopeful. Number one, Larry Sharp pulling in 6% early on. 
It's pretty interesting. Number two, people have to come with terms with the fact, and this is the freedom variant talking. See, I talk about myself in the third person. People have to come to terms with a Republican is not going to win the gubernatorial election in this cycle and maybe never in New York State. And guys, please forgive me if I hurt your feelings with that. I'm not trying to hurt your feelings. It's an absolute it's the, the numbers aren't there. The people that were losing that would have considered voting Republican are gone. All right. They left because of high taxes. They left because of the government response to COVID. They left because we haven't fixed a thing when it comes to reigning in the power of the executive office in New York state. And that is your legislature's job and they don't do it. Okay, and they mask our children and they talk about things like because of my rules, COVID is declining. COVID is seasonal. That's a reality. It's Tim O'Connor, the Freedom Variant. I'll catch you guys tomorrow with Kevin Wilson.